Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts nfl total access the podcast is getting you ready for the 2024 nfl draft I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time, that's 12 to 3 Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Brought to you by Farmers at Farmers. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. When it's game time, have an experienced player help you stay ahead of the game. Put their experience into play at Farmers.com. We are Farmers. What a week. What a week. Uh, U.S. Open Week will be live from Pebble Beach on Thursday and Friday to see if Tiger can play like Tiger played 19 years ago. At the U.S. Open, Women's World Cup continues on. Major League Baseball kerfuffles continue. 
And oh yeah, by the way, we have the NBA. The structure of what the Pelicans would like a deal to look like has been put out there. But again, that feels like asking price, asking price more than invoice price, what people are actually going to pay. We'll discuss that. I have some insight and info into some a couple of interesting things going on within the NBA. And we got a little bit of NFL football talk as well with some things that have happened over the weekend. But tonight could be the final basketball game. I mean, obviously you got the World Cup, which is going to take place this summer. But the, the, the final domestic basketball game until next year's NBA season. And it would happen north of the border. The Raptors have a chance to close out the Golden State Warriors. And it, it would feel like an ending of the dynasty. It doesn't mean that it is. No one would force Kevin Durant to leave. No one would force them to allow Clay to. They can keep all of these guys. But it does feel like the potential changing of the guard or ending of an era. If it were to happen tonight. With that in mind. I think this is fascinating theater, which is what the NBA has captured and other sports are trying to capture. Adrian Wojnarowski reported moments ago that Kevin Durant is going to play tonight. That's not really a surprise. Jay Williams was on uh, Get Up and he said he had dinner with KD last night and said that KD is going to play. So not a surprise if he practiced and as long as he didn't re-injure the thing, he's going to give it a go. No idea how good he's going to be. But I do think that in terms of drama, how did we get here? How did we get to this place? And I don't just mean the Durant injury or the Looney injury or LeBron leaving the East and headed to the West. That's part of it. How did we get here? We got here because the Golden State Warriors won 73 regular season games. And what's widely misreported, or we, we only kind of report half of the facts. We, we do this in news. We do it in sports. We're like, oh, the, war, the, the Cavs beat the best team ever. Like in the regular season record-wise, yes. But remember, that same Warriors team was down three games to one to Kevin Durant and the Oklahoma City Thunder. Do you guys remember that? And then that same Warriors team led the Cavs three games to one and ultimately succumbed to LeBron James and Kyrie Irving and the Cleveland Cavaliers. And because Harrison Barnes was open for a reason, right? He was the guy like, yeah, somebody's got, we got to leave somebody open. Let's leave Harrison Barnes open. And they had to make the decision, do we re-sign Harrison Barnes or do we go after a big fish? And there was no bigger fish than Kevin Durant. And Durant has been as good or better than advertised in the biggest moments, the two NBA finals that he's played in, and they've won two championships since he arrived. Never forget that a three games to one lead and the exposure of their weakest link was the impetus behind the Warriors seeking out Kevin Durant and a three games to one lead and the inability for the Thunder to close out the Warriors was the impetus behind Kevin Durant seeking some something better in terms of supporting cast. 
There's something about a three games to one lead and the lack of finality to it. And then you factor in that Kevin Durant's reported wandering eye out of Oakland, soon to be San Francisco, has to do with the fact that he just wants to be respected as the best player ever. And because it's always been Steph Curry's team, because he won two MVPs, he never felt like he got the love that he deserved. Matter of fact, he was only getting the love that he thought he deserved before he got hurt. And then, of course, and then, of course, the Warriors end up running off four straight against Portland after closing out the Rockets, and people had the audacity to utter the, the, the sentence, they might be better without Kevin Durant. The guy who left because he didn't have a good enough supporting cast, the team that needed Kevin Durant to become one of the great teams of all time, could potentially be disbanded because Durant didn't get the respect and adulation and love that he felt like he deserved, can ride in on the white freaking horse on the road in Toronto and save the day? Sign me up. Sign me up for the drama of the NBA. Sign me up. The Slim Reaper cometh and hell comes with him. I have no idea how healthy he'll be. And though I would prefer 100% Kevin Durant, I will point out an 80% Kevin Durant makes a lot makes a lot of people feel better about the Warriors' chances. But KD is going to play down that magic three games to one on the road in a backs-against-the-wall elimination end-of-season game. Dude. How many people we're saying they're better without Kevin Durant. Coward said it. Clay Travis said it. Uh, I believe Nick Wright said it. And they always fell back on that. Well, you know, they're 31 and one without that. Yeah, don't care. What is it? The only thing that matters is not regular season stats, but what you do against the best of the best. And granted, there's other factors. Clay hadn't been healthy, didn't play one of the games. Looney's not healthy, didn't play one of the games. Steph's had to carry this burden. Andre Godala's not healthy. I'm not disputing any of that. The guy, when healthy, when right, is the best all-around player in the sport. Going against the other best all-around player in the sport in Kawhi Leonard. And it's a three games to one lead. Where have I seen this before? Oh yeah, it twice has involved the Warriors and it's what led us to being here. Right? The the N, the the NBA hasn't captured every market. There's plenty of people who still think everybody travels in the NBA and games are fixed in the NBA and all kind and and the lottery's fixed in the NBA. There's plenty of parts to the but the NBA has cornered the market on drama. From regular to post to off season, there ain't nothing better than the drama of the NBA. And as much as you could say, well, I mean, who didn't see it coming? I didn't see Cleveland come back from three games to one down. I I didn't see Kawhi Leonard being traded to the Toronto Raptors. I I frankly 
didn't see Kyrie Irving being traded to the Celtics or that the Celtics would be worse this year because their chemistry was so dysfunctional. I didn't see these things. So I think this is going to be an amazing night, one way or the other. The potential end to this Warriors dynasty, or maybe not. The potential end of the one-year run in Toronto for Kawhi Leonard, who seems to have no human feelings of any kind. I do believe there's a potential there that he's actually a robot. Potential. Like they asked him after game five, like what would this, or game four, what would this mean for the people of Toronto? Like, I don't know. Do you have to ask the people in the streets? I, I'm, I, you, if, if he broke out the, I'm just here to play basketball, you'd go like, yeah, that's about right. He feels like a robot. I mean, you can leave the champion of the NBA, a country that adores you for the Clippers, the third tenant in a building they don't own. Okay. Who's never gotten past the second round of the playoffs? Sure. But anything is possible because of the drama of the NBA. Uh, Not breaking news that Kevin Rand has chosen to arrive in the arena on an actual white horse. Maybe that's just me hoping. That's just me hoping. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Right? The framework has been put out there. The framework is really, really simple. David Griffin's new general manager or the new president of the New Orleans Pelicans, and here's what he wants. I want an all-star, I want a budding all-star, and I want a draft pick. I want three levels of player. It does remind me a little bit, a little bit of Austin Powers too, right? I want a solid gold toilet, babe, but it's just not in the cots, right? You want an all-star, a budding all-star, and a draft pick for one guy who may or may not resign with the team, and of course, this means you're only trading that much if it's a guy, if it's a place you think he can resign. So the first thing that does is it does to your your asking price is so astronomical that it does feel like it eliminates probably the Celtics because the Celtics have no real understanding or feel for whether or not. He's going to re-sign with the Celtics. And to this point, he hasn't listed them at their team. And it might well eliminate the Lakers. Now, the Lakers could feasibly figure out a way to get a multi-team deal together so they could get an all-star. I just, I don't understand the strategy. I don't. I don't understand the strategy. Like, there's there's two strategies in having a um, an auction for a home. Have you guys ever seen these? Like you go online, you look for homes like, man, that's a really low price. And then you look and it says, well, the auction will occur. So what they do is they usually list a low price with the idea of people are going to bid over the top of each other. Now, whoever leaked this, obviously that's what David Griffin has told people. And seeing as everything out of the Lakers seems to leak, it's a, pretty good possibility that that's the team they're in fact talking about but again we'll give them a pass we don't know what what team or teams leaked this to adrian warchnowski but that's the framework doesn't eliminate the lakers from doing a deal right 
because they don't have another all-star on their roster. And while Kyle Kuzma may be a potential all-star or Lonzo Ball may be a potential all-star and the fourth pick could in fact be the fourth pick, like if that's what he has to get in order to make everybody happy, you're going to need somebody else to cooperate with the Lakers. Whereas if I'm, if I'm the Pelicans, if that's asking price, invoice price, which is what all the dealerships will take, right? We read the true car ads, right? They figure out a way like, well, this is what we pay for the car. We'll figure out a way to make 50 bucks in the car. We know there's other ways to make money. But invoice price should be, hey, if I can get Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram and a fourth pick, think about what the New Orleans Pelicans lineup could look like. Lonzo Ball, Tremendous defensive player who's going to and continues to get better offensively with one NBA offseason. Drew Holiday, who's been an all-star, I believe. Dynamic defensive player, combo guard. Brandon Ingram, who, tremendous defensive length. And Zion Williamson. That's my one, two, three, four. Like, I don't think the Lakers want to come off of Kuzma, but if you add in Kuzma and you take out Somebody else? Like, I still think that's a really good trade. Do you know what it doesn't include? It doesn't include an all-star. So I don't love this from the Pelicans, putting that out there. I also wonder if it's, this was just put out there to one team that does have an all-star, or they feel like could make it could make this kind of trade, like a Brooklyn Nets. But it also seems to eliminate the chance of the Boston Celtics because it's such a high asking price. You're like, man, you're going to chase bidders away. You got to be very careful about asking too much. I would ask for nothing at all. I think that's the, I always think that's the best strategy. When you have the asset that people want, you have the asset people want. Well, what do you want for your car? I don't know. What do you want to give me for it? And if they say something that's so low, you're like, yeah, it's not, not in the ballpark. Because the Lakers will come fired out like, hey, we're gonna give you we're gonna give you Brandon Ingram, we're gonna give you the number four pick in the draft, you know, we're gonna give you a bunch of other stuff, some expiring contracts, we'll give you this, we'll give you that. They they don't wanna they wanna come off as few assets as possible. Well, what about Kyle Kuzma? Well, I don't know about that one. And then they start bidding against themselves, let alone bidding against other people. But I do feel like once you put out there that you have to have an all-star, it means the Lakers got to get somebody to cooperate. And that's been the hardest part about the Lakers pulling off these deals is getting anybody to cooperate with Palinka because no one wants to see them get Anthony Davis. And who's the all-star out there to be traded? Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Sam Amick joins the show from The Athletic. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio, live from Southern California. Um. You wrote this earlier, like what is like two days ago. Well, there was very real hope that Durant will be able to play in Game Four to push through in much the same way as Clay Thompson, Cousins, Iguodala, and Looney have done of late. What that didn't happen when they saw their season compromised more than ever without him. They'd grown hopeful for his return after seeing him on the court. The irritation grew in large part because they simply didn't understand why he wasn't there. He's supposed to play tonight. Do we know why he wasn't there in Game Four? Uh, Doug, thanks for having me as always. I mean, the simple answer is he wasn't cleared. And that's the, I mean, there's nuance here. There's distinction. Um, we, we all know. So Rick Celebrini is the Warriors trainer and the Warriors are certainly, you know, having Kevin's back when it comes to this situation, making it clear that, that Rick did not give the green light. Now, you know, the trainer player relationship 
is always going to be a collaboration. Uh, it's, it's a constant reporting of how are you feeling, you know, just what do you think you're capable of, what you, you know, what's going on in your mind, what's going on with your body. And they try to get it right. And, and listen, it's, you know, game three, Clay Thompson wanted to play. They wouldn't let Clay play. Um, I think the, the, the headline here in retrospect is, you know, it's, it, it's, it's communication um, breakdowns, I think, within the organization. I don't know what the perfect way is to handle these types of situations. You know, do you, do you bring the trainer in every couple of days to talk to the entire team and tell them what's going on with your star? So there's no, you know, no confusion whatsoever because the human component is that I think, and I've learned even a little bit more since writing what I wrote that came out yesterday morning, but the human component is that sometimes, you know, even guys in the locker room are, are, are reading reporting that comes from outside the walls. You know, there were other reports previously that Kevin was targeting game three. And, and so it's just hard to control expectations even within the locker room. And because the stakes are so high, and it's not just a championship on the line. I mean, it's, it's a you know, legitimate dynasty. Uh, you know, emotions are high. And, and, uh, and that's kind of how it took them down that road. But, you know, now they got a chance to see if they can't swing this thing the other way. How healthy is he? I can't get a gauge on that. I mean, Steve Kerr said at shoot-around this morning that he looked good, you know, during the session this morning. Um, you know, we've only seen him walk back and forth. I, I really, I probably couldn't even handicap a percentage on it. I mean, I can't tell you that when he first, I mean, for one, they never announced the specific um, grade of the calf strain, and that created just a ton of uncertainty, I think, about what he was dealing with. And even Steve, again, this morning admitted that in the beginning they were talking about maybe a couple weeks, maybe a couple months. And so that's hard for a coach to know how to even control his own expectations. Um, but Kevin Durant has shown in the past and specifically some OKC memories come to mind where he had foot injuries coming off surgeries and, and he was definitely not even close to hundred percent, but his length and his ability to shoot the ball and, and have some of that gravity that Steph Curry always has when it comes to attracting the defense. I mean, it's a game changer. So even if he's 70%, 75%, you know, it's, it's going to kind of tilt the, uh, the landscape here. I had Marcus Thompson on also from the athletic, uh, who's written the book, uh, a new book on KD. And I said, like, how crazy is it that it's at three games to one is when he comes back, right? Because three games to one was the Thunders lead over the Warriors. Three games to one was the Warriors' lead over the Cavs, which ultimately led them to pursuing Kevin Durant, right? Like, right, three, and, right. and to have Kevin Durant, who's been searching for respect and admiration, to have a chance to earn, re-earn everyone's respect and admiration on the biggest stage, and let alone on a three games to one uh, potential to come. Like, it's just, I don't know if it's ironic or what the actual word would be, but kind of remarkable that that's the, how the series sets up. I don't think we can put the adjective on it until we know what happens. I will preemptively, and we are getting way ahead of ourselves yes. here. I mean, listen, if he pulled, he and they pulled this thing off, I mean, it, it would be storybook. You know what I mean? It would be, it would be a bookend ending to, and then we, then we wait and see if he sticks around in free agency. But I mean, for his individual legacy, if Kevin Durant came back and come, you know, and, and inspired them to shock the world and beat the Raptors, not only becoming just the second team, to come back from 3-1, obviously they were the victims the first time, but to do so when two of the final three games were on the road, which is in that regard, that's exactly what the Cavs did. 
back in, you know, 2016, uh, that'd be incredible. Um, and, and he would get, you know, endless praise, you know, and you could just, you couldn't say anything to this guy. Uh, but, you know, they got to win one tonight. Then they got to get back to Oracle. I think they would be fired up for that because we all know that building is coming to an end. They're moving to San Francisco tomorrow. Um, and, and I've covered two of these, you know, both of these series I covered in person. And watching the Warriors come back from 3-1 against Kevin's Thunder team in the conference finals in 2016, uh, you know, that was a time when I thought the Thunder were clearly the better team, and I thought the Warriors were cooked. And then they shocked us. You know, and the Cavs thing was a little more unique because of the Draymond Green suspension, the Andrew Bogut injury, but they still got that job done. I've seen it actually unfold, and what's remarkable is the cliche of, you know, just one game at a time is entirely authentic. It's very, it's just, it's real. If they win tonight, then all the pressure goes the other way, and they're in business, and they got to keep it going if they can. Sam Amick joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Other NBA story of the day, this comes from Adrian Wojnarowski, is the Pelicans have basically laid out, or somebody laid out to Woj, what the Pelicans have said is what they're thinking the trade value is for Anthony Davis. An all-star, a young player who has the potential to be an all-star, and a draft pick or two, right? So, uh, obviously, there's a the thought that multi-team deals can come up with that, but that seems to be a pretty high asking price for a team like the Celtics that would have no guarantee of keeping them, and that would that would mean the Lakers would have to work with somebody because they don't have an all-star to go out and get. Yeah, I would agree. It's also, you know, I mean, it's also, this is classic negotiating where, you know, you start high and you work your way down and right. you, reality is going to set in to see what the market looks like. The the Celtics situation is easily the most problematic. I mean, you know, I need to start digging on, on that story a little more in the, the coming days here. But, I mean, at first glance, it just, you know, things have changed for Boston. The inability to know what Kyrie is doing in free agency just unofficially feels like it, it's kind of neutered the uh, the Celtics candidacy with the AD sweepstakes because the whole idea for them the, the entire time was that Kyrie was all in and that AD really wanted to play with Kyrie. And so you, you give up Jason Tatum, you give up Jalen Brown and whatever picks they want to get them, and then you have your team. But you, you, you just simply cannot put that kind of you know value on the table if you, are, you then are going to turn around and watch Kyrie walk away and watch Anthony not want to be there anymore when he comes up in free agency. So the Lakers and Knicks, I think, are you know neck and neck. And I, I feel like I've talked to people about this. The, the Lakers, I think they're in a decent spot. I don't know if they do a multi-team thing, if they get other big names in there, but they've got a pretty darn good young core. And, and I'm not – some people feel like the value of the four pick is just you know significantly lower than the three because of the, the drop-off after R.J. Barrett. you know. And I get that, but I'm not sure it's as great as – People have said elsewhere, you know, and, and we'll see. We'll kind of see it. Dave Griffin's the one in charge here, and, and if you, unless you can get between his ears, you know, it's hard to tell uh, where this thing is going. I, I've been told no way Michael Jordan uses the Supermax on Kemba Walker. That just financially that, that doesn't work for him. And that would allow Kemba kind of the easy out of, a, hey, I want to stay, but I want to stay for the Supermax. Um how likely is he to end up with the Knicks, or is he kind of the because like look if the Lakers have to move Lonzo Ball, like they got to get themselves a point guard, and Kemba would be the other one who's out there. I could see I could see Kemba being excited about the Lakers' possibility if if that's a guy that that they you know if they went through the list and they were missing out on other guys and and they came at Kemba. I I don't 
just handicapping it, I, I don't get the sense that he's, you know, all that excited about the New York possibility. He's he's already, you know, on the record publicly professed his love yet again for Charlotte. And I I don't know Kemba all that well. The, the little I do know him, I feel like there's there's definitely room to talk between the Supermax and between something that makes him feel appreciated and respected that comes in lower. I don't think he's one of those guys who's going to bounce simply because he didn't get the Supermax. Um, because for one, just mathematically, economically, there's a massive gap there where Charlotte can still, and then Michael can still say, Kemba, like we're giving you a lot more than anybody else. And that should count for something. And, you know, I mean, this guy had kind of the most economic contract in the NBA for the last few years. And every time he would get asked about it, about playing well below market value, it's just his ego never really seemed to get in the way. And I, I mean, I, I think that's a credit to him. And I also, I think colors the way that, you know, that should color the way we look at his situation. Um, he really, it's rare, and you know this, Doug, for guys to, to for, you know, just to be so out there when it comes to how much they love one team going into free agency. Typically, you want to keep your, your cards close to the vest, and he's just been all in on the Charlotte thing. I still think probably uh, he still winds up going back there. Okay. They, they can't offer the most money. Everybody who isn't a fan of the team who can offer them the, the most money. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of Sam Amick from The Athletic covering uh, the uh, covering the NBA. It does an incredible job. Um, okay, so so the, the Kyrie thing to Brooklyn feels like a reality. What happened to KD playing with him? I don't have clarity. I mean, conceivably, just in terms of stating the obvious, it, you know, it could still happen in Brooklyn, and that is something that they have a ton of interest in. Uh, I don't know how Kevin might see the Brooklyn possibility. You can connect obvious dots when, you know, Jay-Z's got his history with Brooklyn. I know he's not part of their group anymore, but, you know, and, and Kevin made news years and years ago joining Rock Nation, and you kind of knew for a long time that, he, you know, among his many potential basketball fantasies was this idea that, that he'd kind of be the king of New York. And if he thinks you can do that better in Brooklyn than New York because the Nets have a more capable organization, then maybe he switches gears. You know, uh, the other character here and the prominent player is, is his agent and business, you know, manager, Rich Kleiman, who, you know, has a lot of ties to the Knicks and people have long thought that, that you know, Rich's preference uh, was to put him with the Knicks. And that's that's the kind of the whispers around the league. And, you know, Rich has done interviews recently where he said that Kevin has not made his mind up. This is not something that's already scripted, already kind of uh, set in stone. So we'll see. I mean, but the Kyrie-Kevin relationship and friendship is very, very real. Um, you know, those two guys just are, are very affectionate and they love each other's game and they would love to play each other. So I don't think that's dead by any means. But, you know, in real time here, I mean, what we talked about that what if earlier. I mean, if if the Warriors can turn around and pull off this series, and he can be a hero in the Bay and and get you know one of the first statues up at the new arena, then maybe Kevin feels differently going into July. Yeah, and then there's Kemba. Then there's Kawhi Leonard, who normal human beings, normal human beings would see the love affair that the forget the city of Toronto and the GTO, but the entire country has now with this team and with him as a player, and think, well, maybe I should stay, but. He is not a normal human being. There's a very good chance that he's at least a percentage robot, right? Like he just <laughs> he do, does not he, he 
he he spends zero time worrying about the the human uh, human interaction at least in 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 the public he, he does i'm sure in private he he's a regular guy so with that in mind any sense for how a win tonight sways him in the future so i had uh, i mean the closest i can come to to insight there it's not bad is that i had a really enjoyable conversation yesterday with danny green about Kawhi, and and he's kind of the closest thing they have to a Kawhi whisperer. You know, he was he's been with them for most of his career. Um, you know, in San Antonio days. Well, I mean, really his entire career. San Antonio getting traded with him to Toronto. They've won you know championship together. Um, and Danny told me in no uncertain terms that he thinks that the results of these playoffs have impacted Kawhi's mentality in his mind. That doesn't mean he's coming back, but he 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 was not of the mind that Kawhi had his mind made up one way or the other, no matter what happened. And I tell you, I don't get out to Toronto very often. I've obviously now been out here quite a bit during these finals. And even today, you know, I'm walking near the arena, and you've got just massive wallpaper up, you know, next to the arena of Kawhi's shot to beat Philly. Um, And you've got Kawhi's face everywhere. We the North, King of the North, uh, you know, talking about signing the guy. The love is all over the place. And there seems to be a, t- a lot more noise of late that maybe he turns around and signs a, a relatively short-term deal with the Raptors to see this thing through. Because as much as I know for a fact that he wants to be in Southern California, you know, his, his home area again, um, the dude wants to win. And I think he's smart enough to know that if you have a formula that, that's at least going to remain in place for the following season, maybe two, then that's going to be hard to walk away from. What do you think happens tonight? I, I, you don't have to predict win or loss, but give me give me a sense for what you're because you know you, you do get feelings. You get a, you get a feeling of what you th- how you think something's going to go because there there was a little bit of a defeatist feeling from the Warriors after Game Four, like this is the end. Right. Um, right. But it you know Kevin Durant back around. What's what's the feeling you get? Um, it's dramatic. Kevin's an incredible player. Who before he got hurt, we were back to saying he was the best player in the game. Uh, I, I think the I think the Raptors get it done, and maybe I'm wrong, but they, you know, this crowd, the emotion, and I think they have enough intelligence and maturity in that locker room to know that you can't let a champion out of the corner. Uh, they've got the Warriors where they want them. Guarantee you, the message internally is that if you mess around, this thing's going to get real ugly real quick. And I think they're going to be locked in tonight. And as, as great as it is for the Warriors to get Kevin back. It's just it's it's just a lot, you know. I mean, earlier in the playoffs, and I'll make this quick, Doug. But Draymond had talked about how Demarcus Cousins coming back into the playoffs after his long absence was like a kid who was in private school his whole life, kind of getting dropped in the hood and saying, "Hey, you know, good luck surviving and figuring out this new landscape." Uh, that element is even tougher for Kevin because of this stage. Now he can handle it, but I just the Raptors are sitting there like, "All right, well, we're mostly healthy and we know who we are." And, you know, we would like to go ahead and raise that trophy at home and uh, and finish the job. And I think they're definitely capable. Sam Amick from The Athletic covering the NBA. Follow him on Twitter. Read his work in The Athletic. Sam, great stuff. Appreciate you joining us. We'll talk to you soon. You got it. Thank you, Doug. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. 
I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. You have Kawhi Leonard who, if the Raptors win tonight, heck, if they win any of these next three games, he'll be the finals MVP. And if you think about it now, Kawhi Leonard was a well-respected high school player. He was the Gatorade California player of the year, but he wasn't McDonald's All-American because he was seen as an undersized big guy. 
None of the Pac-12 schools offered him a scholarship. He goes to San Diego State, stars almost immediately. And then after two years, leaves and goes to the NBA and has only blossomed since arriving in the NBA. The man who offered him that scholarship to San Diego State, legendary coach for the Aztecs, now retired, is Steve Fisher. He's kind enough to spend some time with us here on Fox Sports Radio. Coach, how are you? Hello, Doug. I'm, I'm doing great, thank you. First time. I think that says a lot about the, the scouting reports on all, some of these guys. Uh, there is no perfect blueprint for who's going to make it and who's not going to make it. Uh, but I think your point's well taken. Kawhi was right there, and then as the season went on, you know, they beat Modern Day, they went to the state championship. He becomes player of the year in California, and I think they'd already selected the McDonald's team, and they're all Americans, but uh, we knew, and I think those that missed out on him after the fact knew that he was a really good player. Okay, when, the first time you saw him was when? I saw him, I believe... Uh, the spring after his sophomore year is when I first saw him. And what did you think? What do you remember thinking? I just remembered a, a long, athletic player that uh, could do a lot of different things. And the one thing I noticed very quickly was he had hands. I, I made this statement often. He had hands bigger than anyone I've ever seen, with the exception of Chris Weber. And that caught my eye right away also. He shows up on campus. What was he like? Somewhat like he is now. Very reserved. Very quiet. Very focused and driven. You didn't have to worry about, is he going to get up and go to class? Uh, You didn't have to worry about him getting into difficulties. Uh, You knew that he was going to do the right things off the court. And then, Doug, you've seen them you know, as a player. You've seen those guys that want to tell you how hard they're working. Kawhi didn't want to tell you. He wanted to show you what he had done when he wasn't with, at you, with you at practice from 3 to 6. I've never, ever had someone who has worked as hard away from the coaching staff and the mandatory stuff to get better and grow his game. And he does it in a fashion that's no wasted time in the gym. He goes in there to work, and he really does work. Does he have any human emotions? That's the big, that's the, he just seems so stoic in his answers, in his attitude, and no, not, never too high, never too low. Have you ever seen him have, like, more human emotions? I have. I think he does that away from the the glare uh, with his close friends. I've seen him do it in the confines of a locker room or he'll laugh and play around and do stuff. And I have seen him on rare occasions after a big win uh, show his emotions. Steve Fisher, our guest, legendary uh, head coach of San Diego State, of course, of Michigan. All right, so you mentioned Chris Webber. Um, he was an incredible player. Obviously, you had the Fab Five, and now Juwan Howard's back coaching uh, Michigan where you won a national championship. I'm, I am, I'm wondering, though, about... When you saw Kawhi, did you ever, did you honestly think, here's a guy that could be seen as the best player in the world? Like, he's, he's on that stage, he's playing like it, he's likely to be the finals MVP for a second time. When you're watching him evolve and improve under your tutelage at San Diego State, do you ever think he could be the best player in the world? No, no. And anybody that would say that, it would be less than honest with what they said. I did feel, Doug, that when he got on campus and we saw him work out 
and play and practice, I said, he is a pro. If he can stay healthy, he will play in the NBA. Uh, that was a pretty much a given when we saw him. Uh, but never, ever dreamed that he would, could become, would become what he has right now. It's really, it's, uh, it's really amazing. Um, there is the sense that he wants to return home to Los Angeles. Obviously, he's from Riverside, which is not right next to Los Angeles, but it's a lot closer than Toronto is. Um, what do you think of, of, this, of this idea that everyone knows he wants to be in, in L.A.? You know, it's like, it's like somebody starts saying something and then everybody picks up on it and nobody knows. I, I guarantee you the people that are saying that have never talked to Kawhi about it because he's not talked to anybody about it. Uh, he is a Southern California guy. I know that he loves Southern California. You probably know he's come back every summer since he went to the league in 2011 and rented in La Jolla. He has recently bought a home in Rancho Santa Fe. So I do think he will have a permanent home in Southern California. Whether that's going to be for permanent living uh, now or after he continues to play, I think he will come home. I'm pretty sure he'll come home at the end of the season. And whether he stays in Toronto or comes back to L.A., uh, San Diego will be his home base. Uh, He loves it here. The trainer, uh, our strength coach that works at San Diego State, is his personal strength coach. So he works out with him all spring and all summer long uh, down here, and I know that pattern will continue. You know, it's interesting how you go back to this time last year, and not everybody was saying great things about him because he, he had said he was hurt, and their trainers had said they thought he was okay to play, and so he went from a guy who some believed was a bit of a malcontent to now everyone yeah, glowing with incredible respect for his game. How much do you think that affected him? That, that you know, just the idea that that at least some within that or Spurs organization thought he should have played. I know it hurt him. I know he felt it. I know he would never say that. But uh, it's really nice for for those of us that care about him to see the narrative, how it's changed, and and that piece of it is in the in the distant rearview mirror. But it was there, front and center, and everybody was talking about some of the things you just said about Kawhi as an individual. And uh, I don't believe, personally, that any of that was true. He's never been a malcontent. He's never been greedy. He's never been someone that uh, has tried to get out of doing something. He loves the basketball court. That's where he wants to be. So I'm really, really happy that the success that he has had individually and the team has had is at the forefront of everything right now. Last thing before we let you go, I haven't asked you personally, how are you enjoying retirement? I'm having a great time, Doug. I, you know, sometimes you, you do things and you say, boy, I wish that I'd stay longer, but uh, this has been a decision that my wife Angie and I have been talking about for sometime even before we we retired. Uh, I'm very happy. I'm still working part-time for San Diego State, which makes me feel good that they still want me around. Mm -hmm. Mark, as you know, my son is still coaching at San Diego State, so I bring him in every day, drop him off, and all the staff that I hired take him around and uh, pick him up at the end of the day. So 
it's a really, really neat feeling to have to have been in a place for 18 years and now still being part of it, even though I'm not coaching. Uh, Jawan Howard gets the head coaching job at Michigan. When you were coaching the Fab Five and you guys went to those two Final Fours, did you ever think when you looked there that Jawan Howard would be a, would be a head coach? Probably not. Uh, Jawan, you know, some of the glowing things I said about Kawhi are also true with Jawan. But he wanted to play. You know, when the guys are there, they want to play forever. And he almost did. And I believe he played 19 years or close to it in the NBA. When he decided that he wanted to coach, uh, he talked to Dutch and I about it, Brian Dutcher, and uh, he was with the Heat, and they, they really appreciated what he brought to our locker room. So he's behind the bench, did other things, and then the last few years he moved to the front front row as a full-time front row assistant. I personally thought he would wind up being an NBA head coach. Uh, Two or three years ago I said, Juwan's going to be a head coach and it's going to be in the NBA. But I'm happy for him, happy for Michigan that he's going back, and I think he'll do a great job. Coach, thanks so much for your perspective. We look forward to watching Kawhi play, your former player Kawhi Leonard play tonight. Uh, make sure you uh, send our regards to Angie, your lovely wife, and to Mark and to his family. Thanks for joining us on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks, Doug. Please, you do the same to your family, and I very, very much enjoy your show. Thanks so much. That's Steve Fisher, head coach of the Aztecs of San Diego State. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, 
and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 